When I was a seminarian, I was assigned for a summer to serve as a hospital chaplain. And in particular, I got assigned to be the, the chaplain to the, the trauma center. And so I was on call to be paged whenever uh, a major trauma happened. It was a level two trauma center, so there were lots of gunshot wounds and stabbings and, and people that were, were near death. And sometimes people that had fallen or had a heart attack. Lots of times I was called to, to be in the, the room there as they're working on the person. And I, I always felt a little inadequate, especially starting out, to know what, what was I doing there? Why was I there? I'm just a, a seminarian. I'm a hospital chaplain, but what am I going to do? I remember one time, you know, the, the doctor had worked and worked and they just couldn't save the person They pronounced the person dead. And I, I went with the, the doctor to the, the waiting room and got the family and brought them into the little conference room. And the doctor did his thing and said very matter-of-factly, well, we tried, we did everything we could, but in the end, we couldn't save him. Very sorry. And I'll leave you with the chaplain now. I'm like, what, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, you know, the doctor's like, I'm done. You know, and then I've got, you know, the family there. And what, what do you do? What do you say? And certainly that's something that every priest or chaplain has to think about. But even amongst you, when people in your families, your friends have traumas, there is a tendency to want to know what to say. As if you could say something to just kind of make it better or find the right words. Oftentimes, though, what a good chaplain learns and what all of us could learn is that Faced with incredible suffering and trauma like this, often the best thing to do is simply just to be there. So many times I have just gone and said nothing at a bedside of someone, and later the family will be, it was so good for you to be there, Father. Thank you for being there. This really came home to me after all those years of doing this kind of ministry of presence, they call it, where the, the priest just kind of shows up and is present. I myself was in a severe car accident and found myself taken to the trauma center for the first time in my life. And I was rolled in my car at a high speed, so they, they worried that something was broken. So I was strapped to this uh, backboard so that I wouldn't break anything further. And they just you know, left me there in the, uh, the trauma room while they went and waited for the results of tests. And I thought, it wasn't until that moment when I realized all those years that I had spent as a, a chaplain and just showed up to be in the room with someone who was struggling, there I was uh, alone. And I remember thinking, there's, there's no one here and it, it actually kind of feels uncomfortable. I, I actually kind of wish that I had a, a chaplain, any, anybody. They just left me alone in this emergency room while they went off and did their thing. And I was in a lot of pain, and I'm like, I, I need some help. <laughs> There's nobody here. I then realized for the first time the value of what I'd been doing all those years, just being there, just showing up. I thought of that as I prayed over the passion of our Lord this time, especially when we hear of the death of Jesus and his suffering on the cross. 
Perhaps we don't think much of it, but all of the Gospels list the people who were there at the foot of the cross. Mary, his mother, John, the beloved apostle, Mary Magdalene, another Mary. They're named. They, they don't do anything. They don't say anything. They're just there. And I imagine now the great comfort that it would have been to Jesus in his greatest hour of agony to look down and see some people not jeering at him, not soldiers, not doing or saying anything, just there, present. As we go through this Holy Week, you might ask, how should we celebrate it? What should we do? Well, it's much more than simply remembering events from 2,000 years ago. It is, in a very real way, through the power of the Holy Spirit, those past events that happened once in time are made present again. Now, maybe you don't know the right words. Like, how do I, how do I pray through that? I don't know how to feel on Holy Thursday night. Do I pretend that I'm back at the Last Supper? Or, or what do I do? And Good Friday, I don't know. We, we come and we do the veneration of the cross and come to the Easter Vigil, but maybe, maybe you've never come to the liturgies of Holy Thursday or Good Friday or Easter. What do I do? Well, I would offer to you those words that just show up. Just, just be there. Because the events of Jesus' passion, death, and resurrection are, are now outside time. To some extent, if you are here this week at these liturgies, when you venerate the cross of Jesus on Good Friday, it's as if and is a reality that Jesus would have seen that 2,000 years ago as he hung on the cross on Good Friday. He would have seen that 2,000 years later you would be here comforting him. It was more than just Mary, his mother, Mary Magdalene, and John at the foot of the cross. You're there. All of us are there. When we just show up to be present, Jesus saw that 2,000 years ago, and he sees it now, and it comforts him. This whole past year, one of the greatest things that has been taken away from us is the ability to be present, to be in the physical presence of people we love, to just be there, especially I, I think of our elderly grandparents. You know, how many times this past year did people have to drop their loved ones off at the hospital and weren't even allowed to go in? People died alone because people couldn't be present. Hopefully we've come to realize the great value of being present to others in their suffering. Not to say or do anything. Not to make it better. Not to have answers. Not to fix it. Mary Magdalene and the others did nothing like that on Good Friday. They were just there. And so this week, we celebrate the most important events that have ever happened in the world. The church has our liturgy by which we solemnly commemorate them. I invite you to look in the bulletin, see the schedule. Show up. Ideally, show up here in the church. Participate physically present. But even if you can't be here, show up this week. Be present to these events. Even if it's 
your family takes time on, on Friday to, to pray the rosary or pray the Stations of the Cross together, or you at your meal on Thursday night, if you can't be here at the Mass, you, you stop and pray and remember those events on Holy Saturday night to remember in the darkness that Jesus rose from the dead. Whatever it is, I invite you this week, show up, be present. Don't worry about what you're supposed to say or do or well, I even understand what goes on at these liturgies. Just be there. You want to know how we can best celebrate this Holy Week? I offer you the idea that the thing that will most comfort Christ, that will add to the comfort he felt on the cross 2,000 years ago, is your presence. You want to know what to do this week? Just show up. Be present.